howdy ho, you beautiful sons of bitches. How you doing? Good to see ya. Mate, Jesus Christ, everyone's in a fucking lockdown, hey? Times are getting crazy out there, right? You know, it's, um, you, you know, you sit back and you think, I thought 2020 was all behind us. You thought, maybe we'd pick up our game. Maybe we wouldn't have to be locked inside. But hey, sometimes the universe likes to play a little fucking trick on you and keep you inside your house. So, why am I talking about lockdown for the 50,000th fucking time? Ben, would you please talk about something else? Jesus Christ. So, I'm not sure if you guys heard, but... Victoria's locked down, baby. Great job, Gladys. Good shit, baby. You know, I think a good way to handle the stress, Gladys, with all this COVID stuff, I get it. You've had a stressful time. Darren Maguire, he got into your heart, but he broke it. I mean... That's what bad boys will do to you, right? The bad boys are gonna come back and break your heart. It's not even a song. I just made it up on the spot. I'm that much of a good fucking singer. No, I'm joking. I'm not a fucking singer. But look, Gladys got her heart broken with Daryl Maguire. What a boomer name, Daryl. Hey, Daryl, could you hand me that gardening tool, mate? want to get out this bloody plant. Fucking, it's rotten away. Daryl. Yeah, so she got her heart broken by Daryl Maguire. That became a big scandal. But, you know, the media just said, oh, but she was heartbroken and it's what bad boys do to you. Yeah, that's, that's great. Just ignore corruption because, you know, you give love a bad name. That's what's going to keep happening with this shit. Politicians can get their heart broken and, broken and, you know, ignore corruption. But us... You know, when we break our hearts and do something stupid, like, you know, giving your ex-girlfriend a knock on the door at fucking 4am after you've had a few vodka sodas, what happens? You get arrested. Gladys was ignoring corruption because, you know, she was in a relationship that was so all about love. What a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, she has that fucking moment. You know, some gossip magazine-like media coverage, which was just fucking disgusting. Men... She's got this COVID shit going on, and now, because she couldn't control the outbreak, now Victoria's in a fucking lockdown. Jesus Christ, man. So look, to all my homies in Victoria, um, you know, I I know you guys have had it quite tough over the past 10, 12 months. Um, You guys have had probably the most locked, in fact, not even probably, you have had the most lockdowns out of the entire country. And you know, I, it's not easy. It's... Mental health. Isaac Butterfield had a great video about this where he was talking about the mental health towards these lockdowns and what they can do to people. And I really feel like that was neglected during lockdowns. And even though lockdowns are still going on, it's not a point that's really brought up a whole lot. So, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, I'm not going to pretend to be a counselor, I'm not going to pull out. Some fucking, you know, uh, empty quote that you find on Instagram by, you know, those fucking white girl bloggers where it's like, just keep going, never give up. I'm not going to tell you that shit because they're just fucking words at the end of the day. Um, And you guys want solutions because it comes to a breaking point with all this. And, um, you know, I just, I, I really, if I can say anything, 
um, and it's hard to it's hard to say something because you know businesses are getting shut, the economy is being hurt beyond belief, um, and now you know we're in another lockdown and it's really going to affect a lot of people and everyone, everyone in the economy, the businesses, uh, workers. Fuck, man, that's really going to be uh, harmful. And I I just want you guys to know that. The, there will be a way out of this. There has to be a way out of this. You know, I honestly believe that good things come out at the end of like you know a horrible, a horrible time. Um, like I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm really trying to give you guys words of wisdoms, but I'm wisdom, but I'm fucking up my words. Essentially, what I'm saying is that I really hope there's a day we can look back on all this and just know that we got stronger from it. That's what I'm trying to say. Apologies that I was mumbling before like a fucking idiot, but yeah, and because you know New South Wales is in the same situation. I mean, fuck, we just closed down the um, construction for all of Greater Sydney, and that is going to be extremely harmful to the economy. I mean, there's already had, there's already been extremely harmful impacts on the economy, but this is just going to really, really, really fuck things up. So. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it, it, it's becoming increasingly difficult for people to, tr- you know, trust a leader. And it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard when you have, you know, continual lockdowns and there's little support from the government and, you know, hope, hope can get destroyed in these situations, you know, um, so I, I, I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, in a way that Australians, like the average Australian, you know, are really, they're really starting to ask the question of, you know, how do we band together and solve this situation? Um, so yeah, I, I'm really proud of that. Um, you know, it's interesting because we're living in a very leaderless time. I think, I feel like we're living in a very leaderless time. There's not... Too many leaders out there right now that are um, showing a way out of this. Um, there's a lack of a vision. There's a lack of there's a lack of vision, uh, and it's interesting having to deal with that because if no one's got a vision, then how do you get out of this? How do you escape this if there's no vision? So, man, I, I um, it's 2021, like. We gotta stop doing this shit. We got, we have to stop doing this shit. And I don't know, man. I I honestly I wish I had more answers. I wish I had more words. I wish I wasn't stopping and starting so much. But it's difficult, man. Like it's people are struggling, and I wish there was more empathy towards this shit. You know. So yeah, it's it's difficult. So, but hey, there's always. Positives within negatives, such as the fuck Murdoch moment when Daniel Andrews had a press conference and he was doing it. And this one lady's like, you know, we love you, Dan. The nurses love you. Fuck Murdoch. And that's a good point. I love that lady because everyone's starting to realize that a lot of the information that gets out there by the mainstream media, are just they're just opinion pieces. They're not actually news. Like, they're not truly 
a realm where you get told what's what. You get you get given op- opinion pieces, and it's not. It's dangerous. It's 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 dangerous. Um, and there's a video that I'm. I actually have to make an emergency video. It's going to make a video on something else, which is going to be a lot more lighthearted and fun. But that's going to have to wait. But there's a whole new bill that came out about internet censorship, and it's applying to the, it's being applied to the average Australian. And it's like, well, if you're going to do that, what are you going to do about the news that can that lies to us? What are you going to do about that? Because that's harmful. That causes division. That can cause harm. Are they just going to get off scot free because they're the mainstream media? You really got to, people got to question this shit. And it's really concerning when censorship comes into play because the right to question authority is being taken away. And it's extremely concerning. And I'll dive deeper into it on a video. But, you know, the fact that someone like Rupert Murdoch can get away with so much shit and cause so much harm within a democracy, yet the average Australian is losing their right to question it. That's extremely fucking concerning. You know, um, and I, I, it's, it sucks, man. It really sucks. So, it's never easy dealing with this shit. It's never, it's, I, yeah, so I, I hope we're out of this shit really fucking soon. Um, in fact, I don't just hope, like, there has to be a demand within what these politicians do, the federal politicians, on getting their fucking act together and sorting this shit out. We're, we don't have a leader right now in, on a federal, uh, in a federal realm that's actually coming forward and solving this shit. I mean, I guess Albo's been doing pretty good. He's, you know, he's he's provided some really interesting insights. So he, he he's quite good. But in regards to the current people in power, there's no leader. We don't have a fucking leader. We got a guy who is looks like he got hit in the face by a fucking cricket bat from Pauline Hansen. That is what he looks like. He looks like he was made in a fucking lab and he's he can't take responsibility. And it's the most frustrating shit in the world. Because we're the ones who have to suffer for it. So that guy can suck a fat dick. And go eat some ass. And he there has to be a demand that this guy gets his shit together and do what he has to do. What is going on? But it's fucking outrageous. It is fucking outrageous. I hate to sound like, you know, Ben Fordham on 2GB, but that's that's just the truth sometimes, kids. It's fucking outrageous. It's insane. So I hope everyone in Victoria really... Oh, man. I mean, I hope everyone in New South Wales as well. Fuck, man, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a very interesting future that's coming up. What the fuck is gonna happen? How is our economy gonna look? Ah, oh, I started off the show so fucking grim, but it needed to be said because there's a few fucking idiots in power, and I don't know what they're fucking doing. It's driving me insane. All right. So, that's a real, real, real motherfucking problem. So yeah, I hope it's only five days for you guys. I really do. And I hope this shit in New South Wales ends soon. Gladys, darling, sweetheart, 
Get on the horn to ScoMo. Do what you gotta fucking do to solve, solve this shit. Did you guys see this shit where um all these trucks were honking on the Sydney Harbour Bridge? Like, burr, burr, burr. It's like, what happened? what's going on? Is there a lot of traffic? I mean, are they doing that working nine to five is such a grind? And it's like, no, they're actually honking in protest because construction's been shut down. It's fucking crazy. You know, it's, um, how's Big Bob and his big off, big fuck off truck eating a burger going to get to, you know, do work now? How's he going to get to do work? Every morning, I used to go to work, used to get myself a bacon and egg McMuffin from McDonald's, got myself a latte with one sugar, used to drive the truck, drink and eat that. Now I can't fucking do it. I can't do it. So I'm going to go honk in the city. Jokes aside, it's, hey, it's bullshit. They should be able to fucking work. So, you know, it's, the, the fucking honking is understandable. It's understandable, man. You can't take people's jobs away and not provide support. Um, well, actually, sorry, let me step, take a step back. They, they finally provided support, which is good. Took them a while, you know. It's always nice when you have a plan, isn't it, Gomo and Gladys? It's always, that always helps, doesn't it? Organization. Get a schedule like I have one. It really helps. COVID. What to do? Hmm. Hmm. Hey, we'll come back to that. Don't worry. Thanks, guys. But seriously, have a plan. Have a plan. I'll come in and help you. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm, I'd have some fucking suggestions. Oh, Jesus. And on the US, you know, Isaac Butterfield also, he's a great guy. Isaac, love him. Love him to bits. Um, he brought up a great point. I don't know if you guys watched the USA Conor McGregor fight with Dustin Poirier. That place was packed to the fucking brim. We can't even, you know, no browsing in shopping centers. Well, maybe I want to know what fucking ice cream I want. Sorry, Gladys, I'm going to browse a little bit. Maybe I don't want the chocolate. Maybe I want the salted caramel, so that's going to take a little bit of fucking browsing, okay? <sighs> Bitch doesn't understand that I just want my fucking ice cream and I want the right fucking flavor, okay? Is that too much to ask? No browsing. Well, maybe I don't want the hazelnut chocolate bar. Maybe I want the almonds because they're crispier and they taste better. And they're more thicker. Like my ass. But still, we can't even browse in the fucking shop. But Las Vegas gets to, you know, have a crowd-filled stadium. With people watching two dudes fight. It's bullshit. It's great. For, I, I, know this is, I know this podcast doesn't really like to talk to, talk to, 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 to today, Junior. <laughs> but um, I know this doesn't really, this isn't really a USA podcast, but that was a they got to fucking rematch those two. If they don't rematch, I'm going to lose my shit. It doesn't feel like there's any closure. Okay, UFC fans are probably going to kick my ass for, you know, hearing me say that. But it doesn't feel like there's any closure. Sorry, what do you want me to do? There wasn't. Even they both admitted it where they're going to rematch, you know. And, and apparently Conor McGregor was injured going into the fucking fight. Delay it. Who cares? Let people talk shit on social media. Fuck them. Who cares? Anyway... 
Let's move on to Australia's greatest politician ever, who definitely is not a shit cunt, Nicole Flynn. Nikki, oh Nikki, you're so fine. Oh Nikki, you blow my mind. Hey Nikki, is that the song? Is it Mickey or Nikki? I'm I'm changing it to Nikki. Oh Nikki, you're so fine. Nikki, you're so fine. Hey Nikki, what'd she say, Nikki Flynn? What'd this bitch say? You can call her a bitch. Sexist women. So. Nicole Flynn, who has one of the worst Twitter accounts in the world, um, is backing up John Barilaro. Like the fucking asshole that she is. Did she is she trying to be the like, Australia's most unlikable politician? What is she thinking? Yeah, back up a guy who sent a fucking terrorist unit squad to someone's house. To assault the entire family. Yeah, back that guy up. You fucking cunt. Anyway. Uh, John Barilaro was on Sky News. And he was getting really upset and angry when he was questioned on the arrest towards Friendly Geordies. Uh, and he went off. And Nicole Flint backed him up and said, Shout out to John Barilaro for, for holding the awful Friendly Geordies to account for their dangerous and disgusting behaviour. When are Albo and Australian Labor going to do the, do the same and cut their ties with these terrible individuals? I'm still waiting to find out. Well, I'm still waiting to find out when you're going to stop fucking tweeting like a fucking moron. When's that going to happen? I'm still waiting to find out when you're going to answer for your vote, for, like fucking terrible voting record. When's that going to happen? Colour me shocked. So she's a moron. Uh, she seriously reminds me of those people who have these beliefs. Right? They have these beliefs. And they use identity politics in order to, you know, cover their voting record. Or cover their actions. Or whatever you want to call it. So when you call out someone like Nicole Flynn, it's instantly met with, well, it's an attack on me as a woman. Or, oh, you're just a sexist. I don't tolerate garbage views towards women. I don't do that. I care about women's rights. Even though I got rid of, uh, you know, uh, Sunday penalty rates, which a lot of single mothers need. I, I care about women's rights. I don't tolerate, to tolerate any rubbish views. I'm crying in Parliament, even though there's no tears. Oh, that's going to get clipped out of context. Is Ben, is Double and Ben, you know, trashing women for showing their emotions? No, oh, it's not like crocodile tears. Oh, go and get sued, go and get sued. It's going to rain down the cash money, but you get my point. She has no beliefs. She's backing up someone who is lying on camera, mind you, lying right through their fucking teeth. Lying to, he, he, if he didn't send it, who fucking did? He must have fucking authorised it. He must have had a pawn, but it's, it's, it's definitely up to him. And she's backing up this guy who was constantly breaking the law, constantly getting done for corruption. Look, I don't know this. I don't know any... Like, look, there, Geordie's has covered this expertly, like in an, in an expertise manner. Expertly? I don't even know that's a fucking word. He's covered this in an, with expertise, right? 
So he knows more about it than anyone else, right? But we can all agree that John Barilaro is extremely corrupt from what we've seen. And she's backing up someone without even questioning it because it just shows what a fucking dumbass what She's just such an insufferable piece of shit. And the thing that pisses me the fuck off about her is that whenever you criticize or whenever you call out on Twitter, it's like, it's hateful. You just don't like me because I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I have rights. I'm a woman. I don't tolerate sexist views about women. No. Oh, Jesus. You know, the, the amazing, the amazingly dumb belief that she thinks that Geordie's is more dangerous than John Barilaro is insane. She's a fucking, she has no, she doesn't care about the average Australian. She's an absolute, absolute embarrassment as a politician. She's an embarrassment. Absolute embarrassment. She has no real convictions. And she only... It's like you look at her voting record and you look at her tweets and you look at what she says and what, who she backs up and you just think, are you trying to become the most unlikable politician in Australia? What the fuck is wrong with you? Doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to me because... She's choosing to ignore the facts. And she's just choosing her own tribalism. So she's not attached to reality. She's a moron and I'm going to throw a party just for the fact that she's retiring from politics. Thank God for that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Christ, she needs to go. Absolute disgrace. Disgusting. Awful. Yeah. You gotta have better, more thick-skinned, more visionary politicians in office. That is what we need to aim for in the next election. I'm Paul Murray on Sky News and this is my opinion because I'm a fat neck bearded piece of shit who fucking lies for a living. Bowling pins and photos of Donald Trump. Hey, it's a very diverse mixed personality, man. What an idiot. What a bozo. Bozo. Does anyone still use that insult? You're a fucking bozo. You fucking bozo. Idiot. Stupid. Anyway, there's this thing which I kind of found. And that is flex tape. Do you guys know about flex tape? I know this is deterring from the Australian content, but I have to talk about flex tape. Phil Swift is the fucking man. I love Phil Swift. He's amazing and he's absolutely insane. Flex tape is going to help you with all your problems. That's a lot of damage. I love Phil Swift. If you, know who, if you don't know who Phil Swift is, go and look up flex tape commercials on YouTube. I guarantee you, you will be up all night looking at flex tape commercials. They are the most entertaining. One of the, they are one of the most funnest, hilarious pieces of content that you can find on YouTube. They are so fun. It's just him with the chainsaw being like, let's see if it holds. Brrr. He's going through like a water barrel and he's like, 
whoosh, putting a flex tape seal over the broken hole. And he's like, he's like, now that's a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, so we've gone from author we've gone from author authoritarianism. Yeah, that's the word. We've gone from authoritarianism to flex tape. And I know it's a bit of a drastic, you know, turnover. But it's fun to talk about. You gotta look it up. I'm trying to provide you with entertainment and you will not be disappointed when you when you watch flex tape commercials. They are so much fun. Australian infomercials used to be the shit. They used to be awesome. I don't really see many of them nowadays. So I think Australia needs to take note of how flex tape and Phil Swift sell their products because it's fucking hilarious and I love it. <laughs> He's always like, I ripped this boat in half. Now we're going to seal it up with flex tape. And there's no water at all. And he's like going down the stream and he's like, it's fucking hilarious. You need to get into flex tape. All I want for Christmas is flex tape and feel swift. You know, I don't drink, but if I start drinking again, it's going to be with feel swift or Mike Tyson. One of those two. Dude, flex tape is hilarious. They, 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 they embrace the internet in a way where they're like, yeah, we know these are memes. We know these are, we know we're a meme. And they just embrace it and they, they're so fucking authentic about it. And I'm looking at all these Australian products and I'm thinking, dude, get up your fucking game. Embrace it as a meme. Don't be like, this is going to get rid of that athlete's foot, feet on your foot. It's going to get rid of all of it. And you can run around to kids again where you can kick a soccer ball while your husband's out banging a secretary and you're at home thinking you have a happy marriage and a happy family. It's going to be great. Don't worry, just apply this cream on athlete's foot. Don't worry about it. You'll have a great time. Kick the soccer ball with your kids your husband's impregnating his secretary, you'll be fine. They all take themselves to, whoops, they all take themselves too fucking seriously. Flex Tape has Phil Swift fucking, you know, sawing down all these different materials and he's gluing them and sticking them back together with Flex Tape and Flex, flex Seal, whatever the Flex Fuck, whatever they're called, I don't know. But he uses all kinds of different material and he test drives it on the fucking water with a boat he made out of Flex Tape. What are Australian commercials doing? Are they doing that shit? No. They don't do that shit. It's just... Step up. Trust me. I think you've, these people are marketing geniuses. And it's good material. Like, it actually works. You know, don't listen to that fake news where they actually, you know, show that sometimes the flex tape doesn't work. It's... It's, it's not... It's, it's... It fucking works. I don't care what Inside Edition said. I don't care. Fake news, fake news. Flex Seal is so good. I have it all the time. Flex Seal is fantastic. It's a tremendous, tremendous product. I tape it to Melania all the time and she never goes away. It's fantastic. I tape Flex Seal to Sleepy Joe so he doesn't wander off into a cafe when he's at the G20. Trump uses it, so you should use it. <clears throat> Oh dear, I made a Trump reference. Are you saying that you support a Nazi? Is that what you're saying? Do you support Adolf Hitler? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. 
Oh, fuck, I just, I promote Nazism, oh shit. It's just funny. Okay. So, I think since the lockdowns have happened, it's been obvious that um, <clears throat> a lot of live shows for comedians are being affected. Uh, and it sucks because, you know, you can't go see them. Uh, I mean, shit, I can't even go and try out my stand-up routine at open mic nights to uh, practice my, you know, bits, see if they work and, you know, see what needs to be done. So that that's always great. It's fucking fantastic. I guess I can just do it in my room and laugh to myself because, you know, I'm a fucking loser. But it sucks and... It's hard because a lot of these comedians like your Lewis Spears, your Friendly Geordies, your Neil Cole Hackers, your Isaac Butterfields, uh, Luke Kidgel, um, plenty of other great comedians, you know. It's important to have them in a time like this. It really is because you need truth tellers. And the truth can be told through humour. And humour pushes the boundaries and in order to progress... As a human being, as a society, you need to push the boundaries. And when you push the boundaries, it, it sparks into offensive territory. And as they say, you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, baby. But still, you need comedy now more than ever. And there's this really concerning time with censorship. Where jokes are being seen as hate speech. Now... I understand there are certain people out there who use jokes as, you know, like you'll see a member of the KKK or neo-Nazi using jokes. I understand that. But when a comedian's saying it, it's, it's different. But even then, with whoever's saying it, it's their right to say it. Even though it's wrong, what they're saying, still, they have a right to say it because it's freedom of speech, whether you agree with it or not. It's the principle that people are going to stand up for. And the fact that comedians are being deemed as these hateful, evil people is wrong. They're not, they're not bad people. They're just people who are trying to push the boundaries and commentate on society. That's what it's about. It's weird. We need to, we need to go back to a time where comedians aren't seen as like evil fucking people. We need to go back to a time where no one is being cancelled for jokes they made as a comedian. Because like, if you don't find it funny and you get a... Sorry, my foot is itchy as fuck. Um, if you don't find the joke funny, it's your right to be offended, but it's not your right to censor someone else. And that's what we're seeing a lot of nowadays, and it's really fucking concerning. It's extremely concerning, and I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on this in a video, but it's difficult because now live shows aren't happening as much. So if they're not happening, and the censorship's cracking down Australia, then what are we as a society? Because you're censoring free speech, and the live shows will come back, but. Internet, con internet content is just as important. It really is. It is, because people need to access the means of information. If you don't agree with the means of information, sometimes with what people say, then 
don't fucking listen to them. If you get offended by someone, don't fucking listen to them. It's that simple. It's because you're personally offended doesn't mean you're right. It's as simple as that. Well, it was short, but it was sweet. Alright, I love you all. I will catch you all next Sunday. I'll see you on Monday and Friday. And stay safe out there, Victoria. Baby, we got your back. Everyone in New South Wales. Um, you know, words can't do much, but I'm, I hope there is a fucking way out of this soon. So, yeah. Alright, kitties. You beautiful sons of bitches. I'ma catch you later. Much love. Stay safe. Keep it real. And don't let the bad bitches bring you down.